eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I am here with the co-host, the man of the hour, Jack Balsley today. Um, So this is going to be a different type of episode, everyone listening. Obviously, you know, this is a Nuggets-related show. We obviously focus on mostly everything that is Nuggets-based. But going into this All-Star weekend here, just to kind of, you know, set the table for everything, there's not a whole lot of Nuggets related things happening over the weekend we only really have one or two things to focus on that's obviously Nikola Jokic being in the all-star game as a starter as he has usually been doing the last couple years and then also Michael Malone you know being the coach of team LeBron and um, you know if you rooting for the DJ or the commentator Kyle Spiller hey man we at least there's some people there (laughs) Um, for the Nuggets. But overall, not a whole lot of Nuggets representation. But before we really just jump into all the all-star festivities, Jack, talk to me. How was your week? Obviously, this is our last show of the week. uh, But how's everything going? It's going good, man. Just uh, getting ready for this all-star break. Kind of as much as I miss Nuggets basketball, I know that uh, it's nice to have them rest and produces better better, uh, better ending for the for everybody. So I'm good. I'm ready to watch some weird games tonight, but Denver almost had someone in the rising stars challenge. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Christian Braun gets there next year. So, right. But I got faith. Nah, I got you. Got you now. Um, so obviously before we even really get into just all-star stuff, you know, just kind of have fun with that. Um, so obviously you are, you are referring to, um, you know, Bones Highland. Um, being in that but of course with that trade um, now that that kind of just took away the other guy who was supposed to be you know representing the Nuggets but you know obviously talking about talking about Bones um, you know I think that's kind of just like the not popular thing now you don't even want to you know touch on that but um, I will say this and this is not any type of shot or anything did you happen to catch the uh, the Clippers and Suns game I did I did He, he was doing pretty good like, I mean, not like, oh, wow, this is the backup point guard of the future. But, right. yeah, he, I mean, 
just efficiency wise, it was a lot better than his first go around. So I was impressed on that end. But at the same time, I did see his after game presser trying to clarify his uh, status with uh, Jamal Murray and Denver. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, for those who don't know, he was just kind of trying to clear the room that he's all good with Jamal. He said, apparently Jamal sent him a long text after the trade and uh, he said he still loves Denver. So, you know, I'm definitely on the band of like, and I know you are too, Jeremy of, I don't get all the hate. Like I get, I get, I get being disappointed that he left and I, and I understand the, the frustration of how it all boiled out over, but just, I still see it on Twitter. I still see guys trying to dog him. And it's just at this point to me, it's just let it go. Like he's gone. He's no longer on the team. Enjoy the players on the team. It's just, it's a weird mentality to still carry that hatred. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I, I think some people are really just kind of taking it too far. Um, yeah. and, and But that was originally our feeling behind it, right? Because yeah. I think um, you could have your personal opinion about his play. Uh, but right. I think when you start to really dive off into like the extra stuff, it, it gets it gets a little too crazy for me. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. Just like you said, I did see, you know, him making those comments about Jamal Murray trying to clear that up. And I also saw like a post. Um, that was made like there was like a video montage, you know, okay. of, yeah. of of him and Jamal Murray and, you know, pretty much saying like, you know, Jamal is my brother. And, yeah. and you know, I think I mean, those types of things. I mean, I appreciate that type of stuff because it's like, cool, there's no yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing yeah. like I think a lot of people really, you know, blew that stuff out of proportion. And maybe, you know, we we added a little kerosene to that fire but yeah. hey at the end of the day it's it's content like it's stuff that we see and and i feel like you know it is our jobs to at least discuss it once we see it now um oh and and another thing too because I, I was actually i was at the the gym this morning and um one of my friends i he and i were talking about just clippers fans right because i like last night during the game obviously i know you 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 saw the game you saw everything um i'll tell you this a lot of clippers fans don't seem to like them seriously yeah no i i noticed that too i i thought it because i i think I, saw, I forgot who tweeted it but they made a joke about like let's see how long it takes for clippers fans to to complain about his defense and then right. hold you saw you saw the complaints so you know he it's tough because i i do still believe he's someone who puts his heart into whatever team he's on absolutely yeah so i think that just to discredit him. And I, I think the biggest reason too there, I feel like they're dogging on him is because Westbrook is reportedly looking at the Clippers to join, which would, oh, man. Which would be a huge slap in the face. But, and, and the reason I don't think they'll do that and they might, cause I mean, we even discussed it. He's, he would be a better shooting guard than a point guard. So to compliment, I, I think it could really work, but you know, I think the issue with that would be, they they gave away two second round picks now granted second round picks aren't what they are in the NFL but still it's like you made a deal to give up draft compensation just to not even make him what you thought he was going to be so that's why i'm not too like sold on the whole westbrook to westbrook day. yeah but if if the rumors are true that would be that would be pretty crazy it'll be something it'll definitely be something but of course um you know, with within that that entire situation, there the Nuggets yeah. did find a way to, in in theory, trade the Clippers to get now their backup player. Although it's not, it was an actual transaction, but we saw what what actually happened. Yeah. Um, 
you know, with the Nuggets receiving um, or signing uh, Reggie Jackson, right, mm-hmm. which we spoke about on the last episode. But uh, it was interesting um, watching his presser, right, watching yeah. his presser. And I'll be honest with you, man, I could not have been more impressed. Yeah. You know, I could not have been. I mean, you're you're seeing this guy who is obviously ecstatic about being in Colorado. You can tell, you know, being a Colorado kid, a Colorado Springs kid, you could just see the way that he's just like, man, I'm so glad to be here. I get to have family. And, and one, you know, same thing. I was, I was having a conversation about this morning, Reggie Jackson. And and for me as a sports better, right. You know, whenever I would bet on the Clippers, especially like last season, I would only bet on Reggie Jackson when he was playing at home. (laughs) <laughs> and and yeah. that that's just what it is like there's something about when he plays at a place where he's being supported and he's being cheered for like he plays like a totally different guy yeah you know and and i can't imagine well i can but you know i think it'll be really cool to see him leading that second unit and he, and he said something that really stood out to me he said the way that i see myself I, I know the, the core that's already built here, yeah. but what I really see is I could see myself making sure that Jamal Murray doesn't have to work as hard. Wow, yeah. When he said yep. that, when yep. he said that, 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 that stood out to me because yeah. that is what, that's what you need from a, from a backup point guard. You need somebody who's reliable. You need somebody who can go out there and not only get you buckets, but they can get everybody else involved and they are not afraid of the moment. As we know, Reggie Jackson is not afraid of the moment. He's hit yeah. some really big shots you know, yeah, for, yeah. for the Clippers in the past. So um, for me, that's the part of the presser that really stood out. I know obviously him showing love to Chauncey Billups and stuff. That, that <laughs> yeah. was big for me to yeah. you know, choose a number seven. So yeah. um, while watching that, like, what were, you, what, were your, what were you just your thoughts about like, just Reggie Jackson as a, as the, as a person? It, it definitely showed his veteran leadership. For right. sure. Like it, it even, I mean, Jamal's even, he's a vet to Jamal. So like, it, it's interesting to see that backup point guard presence. Cause I feel like Jamal had to step up as that leader, as the point guard, when it came to bones, because it was that experience versus inexperience kind of a thing. So it's interesting. Yeah. And, and to that point, I would say that bones didn't really know his place and to his fairness, Malone does play a lot of positionless basketball. Alex talks about that a lot. Right. So with those two factors, they're really against him in, in, in the sense of like, quote unquote, knowing your role. So the fact that someone comes in like Reggie with such, with such a great attitude, with such a great view of the team, I, I was really impressed, I, especially when he was talking about how he, the culture he was joining was already so tight knit. Yeah. And he wasn't, di- and he sp- explicitly said he wasn't dissing the Clippers, but he was just saying like how unified this team is, which I feel like we all saw, but to actually hear an outside perspective of it is really Correct. refreshing. Yeah. So I, I just really over, I mean, you touched on a lot of it, but I just, I was really impressed and I was already impressed coming into it. So the fact that he kind of elevated that was, was awesome. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think 
Um, the other, the other part of the uh, <laughs> the presser that that I that I really liked was just um, just the way that he he already knew, like he already yeah. knows. He's like talking about um, Nikola Jokic, talking about the fact that um, he knew the timeline when Nikola Jokic had his coming out party. Obviously, talking about the bubble. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it was so interesting to hear from a player on the opposing team while you are up three to one against a team in the playoffs. Yeah. And then you're hearing you're, you think, cause he said, he mentioned that. I think he, he spoke to his brother Yeah, after I think the nuggets had rattled off a couple of wins and, and he told his brother, he was like, man, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now, but they're, they're beating us and we don't know. <laughs> and we don't know what to do about it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. um, he was like the one part that really stood out to him was Jamal Murray in game seven, you know, just seeing Jamal Murray obviously drop that 40 piece. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, he was like talking trash, on, like on the Clippers yeah. bench and stuff. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff is cool because, yeah, it might have been a bad situation for him and his team at the time. But those are moments that that can kind of bring you together for real. Yeah. Like it really can, because you're just like, man, we've been he's been through good moments and bad moments, as a lot of these athletes are. Sure. But I think on the biggest stage in the playoffs. I mean, Reggie Jackson played well, regardless, mm-hmm. you know? So nah, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, and, you know, with the way that Michael Malone has essentially said that now he sees what the starting lineup is. And if you remember on our last show, we talked about what we projected our lineups to be. Yeah. And I said, I would prefer that Chanchar is out there, but I have a feeling that, that Michael Malone would prefer to have Jeff green. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Michael Malone was like, nah, I want Chanchar. Yeah. I want Chanchar. Then yeah. it was just so funny how that comes out. And then Jeff Green follows that up by playing extremely well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was interesting. Yeah, no, that game, I mean, if we want to recap it a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, the I was so relieved because obviously they were they were doing good the whole game. So it's not like there was some iffy moments, but it was more like great. They can go in the all they can go the into the all-star week, just heads high three game win streak. Granted, they didn't play Kyrie. <laughs> Some people said it's because of the mountains and he's a flat earther. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I, I, I did wish that he played just so you could get a better, I, I know they also didn't have Christian Wood wasn't playing either. So, those games are well, a little too played. Christian would play. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, okay. He, oh yeah, he, he did. Yeah. He came up. He can't, you know, what's funny. He didn't play his regular, like, like minutes like he that's that's what i'm thinking yeah he like he came off the bench and i feel like i didn't even see him until like the second quarter but then he played a lot more like in the second half but it was weird it was definitely weird yeah that's right yeah no but it's just i it's it's tough because it's like when you see some of these guys sit out just to rest injuries it's like you kind of want them to tough through it because you want to see you really want to get a better grasp of who you're playing against especially come playoff time so the fact that they haven't played this was their last game I believe. Mm-hmm. So you really are not going to know what the Mavs are going to look like if they play the Nuggets. Now, seeding wise, how that finishes up, considering that middle of the ground for the West is really up for grabs. Everybody's like a game, but being game between each other. Dude, it's so close. Oh my it's, gosh. Yeah. So I, I don't know who Denver would play. I mean, as of right now, it would be a play in team. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But, and Dallas is one off a play in team. So I really don't know. But at the same time, I, I did really like the win. I thought they did a great job. And I, again, it, 
the wins, I like the kind of quote unquote boring wins in the sense of yeah. they played solid. You didn't have to worry about them, but they just maintained the lead and, and couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. And, and here's, here's something that, that really stood out to me in that game. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. Defensively. Like, yeah. like, like obviously over the last couple of seasons, obviously he went through the ringer that we spoke about before with Michael Malone. And a lot of that was because of his effort on defense, right? Yeah. We know he can get hot offensively, but we don't, we also know that he can go cold offensively. Yeah, yeah. But oh, the yeah. one thing that you cannot necessarily teach is effort. Yeah. Effort is something that you either you're either trying hard or you're not. Like there is <laughs> yeah. no there's no no outside the lines on that, right? Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I will give Michael Porter some credit for. Man, these block shots that I'm starting to see are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. like, I, like just the other night, I mean, this dude's running baseline, and Porter just met him at oh, the apex I, oh. and just sent it out of bounds. Like, what a play! I was like, like I saw it, but then I had to double take. Like, yeah, wait, was that was, was that Porter? Like, I had to check the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, I'll say. I mean, I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed with the fact that. He's starting to buy in. He's True. starting to buy into what the team needs from him. Because here's the thing. He is a major X factor going into the playoffs. Major. Yeah. Because if he is healthy, he's hitting his shots, and he can give any level of, of effort on the defensive end, this team is going to be extremely difficult to take out in the playoffs. You yeah. know, it's, it's especially with all the teams kind of stacking up. And you spoke about it last night. Um, with all those teams in the middle of the pack, the the Clippers passed the Suns last night just by beating yeah, them. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's how it was because the yeah. Suns were fourth and the Clippers were fifth, but they were only separated by a half game. And just like that, you know, the seeding can change. And of course, crazy. that could essentially be like a second round um, matchup. You know, let's just yep. say you know KD is back and 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 healthy, or the Nuggets have to play the Clippers in the yep. second round. You see what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that would be pretty insane. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, well, my question to you with MPJ is, do you think with his injury history, it's not that he never wanted to give the effort, but he was just more hesitant based on what could happen? Because I, I know, especially through college, he played, he didn't even play a full season. So do you, I mean, would you factor that into his quote unquote lack of effort previously? Yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. I think, I think it definitely plays a role. Um, yeah. Me, me being somebody who, you know, I grew up playing soccer yeah. um, and I was actually really good. And, um, when I was in high school, I actually I, I broke my uh, I broke my ankle. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I broke. Well, I fractured it. Like it was a tear, a really bad fracture. And I so I was on crutches for like eight nine months. Like it was oh, my okay. the recovery time was terrible. Yeah. And I'll tell you, by the time I recovered from that, I didn't recover mentally. Yeah. I, like as much as yeah. I wanted to, like I was yeah. what maybe I don't know fourteen at the time. Yeah. Um, and I was just I. I never really got back on the field after that. I was playing a bunch of basketball, surprisingly, the <laughs> sport where you can probably break your ankle more. So. But um, nah, there, there was just something mental behind it. So yes, you you are absolutely correct in saying that it could be a mental thing. It could yeah. be just the fact that he might think like, man, maybe if I jump at this direction or land on this angle, yeah. I might be out for another year or, yeah. or I might be out for some, for some significant time. It could very well be that. Right. And, and yeah. I think we could give him the benefit of the doubt at, you know, absolutely. Because he's been through a lot of injuries, him and True. his family 
Yeah. You know, like I think like even his like his other brother um, had to deal with a lot of injuries while in, in college, high school stuff, too. So, you know, it's just a lot of stuff happening with that. Um, but, yeah, I'm just saying for me, I'm just impressed. And I think yeah. now now that we're seeing this, it just seems like he's willing to put his body on the line now. True. And honestly, that's exactly what the team needs to win it all. Like, yes, Jokic is amazing and he can do what he needs to do. Jamal Murray is an absolute assassin in the playoffs, especially. So we know what these guys bring. And of course, Aaron Gordon, yeah. when he comes back healthy and he can jump and dunk the way we expect, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but, sure. but MPJ is needed and we need him to be the sniper. We need him to be this guy who is also hustling on defense because that also helps everybody else. And I think once we get the buy-in from him, Jokic, Aaron Gordon, KCP, like – Come on, it's it's, yeah, it's it'll be it'll be tough for anybody to beat that team. Seriously, true. Yeah, no, agreed. And I think that's just the biggest thing I've seen arguing with Jokic about last year is the health of the team. And so, oh, you said it, like, Jokic. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call him that Serbian guy. Honestly, at this point, I'm just gonna call him that Serbian guy because you know. I apologize, everybody out there. I uh, man, no, listen, man. Them, uh, the 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 Serbian the Serbian community, they, man, they were not happy, man. I'm telling I'm not you, trying. I, I be getting like DMs and people tweeting <laughs> me like, "Hey, um, we can't, you know, we can't say Jokic on the show." And I'm like, "Listen, man, hey, <laughs> hey, dude, uh, if they if it means anything, I'm just stupid." No. <laughs> I know it, it's yeah, man. It's I I I've, I know I texted to you guys, but I I've been saying the wrong thing for six years unchecked. Right, right. So hearing it now, of course I'm trying to make an effort, but oh, I'm like I'm Joker or something, so I just don't mess it up. But, Joker, yeah, I think that works. Oh, oh well, oh well, Jokic. I'll just I'll have to say it like five times before we start every recording. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, man. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, even today, it's funny. Ever when those MVP ladders come out every week, it cracks me up because everybody argues for two days and then no one cares for the next five. And then it's back to the back to the fight. So we'll see. Jokic, you know, man, he he's really put in his effort clearly to and without even trying to become MVP number three. So it's funny because today I, I even saw stuff about just just your classic well, he's terrible in the playoffs. And then, it, and then it's funny. Cause in those tweets are like, and I know it's a regular season award. It's like, okay, well, you just answered your question there. <laughs> like, right. like it, it's just, it's, it's so funny to see that kind of stuff, but you know, we'll see. I, I think, uh, yeah, like you said, just getting the players healthy and that's why rest them as much as you need to before the all-star break. Cause they got to make a push. Like they got to make a push. So we'll see all, hopefully everything's good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, you you just brought it up, um, you know, seeing these these new things come out about Nikola Jokic. And um, it's just it's just interesting that, you know, with Tim Bontemps um, doing his straw poll. And I'll tell you, that straw poll has been very accurate. Yeah, very accurate. Like the last however long he's been doing it, especially when the second version comes out, which was, I believe, this one. Not well, I don't know. I can't remember what I don't know if this is the first version or second version, whatever. But regardless, Nikola Jokic having 77 first place votes out of 100 yeah. is insane. Yeah, not, yeah. not in a bad way, but it's no, insane yeah. that yeah. 
because the way that the media and people have been talking about it, they make it seem like it's so close. And yeah. it's so, oh, well, if if this guy has one bad game, well, this guy will surpass. Bro, 77 out of 100? Yeah. yeah. That's not close. Yeah. I, I could understand if he maybe had had like 50 and then Giannis might have had 20 and this person had tw- Like, I get that. But come on, bro. Yeah. No, I mean, I saw the exact same thing and I was just as shocked because, yeah, if you're just on NBA Twitter or just even watching ESPN if you're 60 years old, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like you would assume it, it's Jokic has 30, Giannis has 29, and, and, and Embiid has 28. You know what I mean? Like right. you'd think that it's just so close. But, yeah, the fact that it's it's a clear runaway at this point is I just don't know what else someone would have to do to pass Jokic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at, at, cause clearly the game and not that it one game should matter, but clearly the 76ers game did not sway people's opinions no. as much as everybody wanted it to. So to that point, like, it's just, I love it. All the nuggets fans love it. Um, but yeah, I, He's got, he's got to win a championship. And I think that's what made it real tough too is because obviously everybody's going to bring that up when it comes to him. And so it's tough because you see all these other guys. Like I, I remember I just replied to someone on Twitter talking about it, but they were like, I was just trying to say like the last time someone won a three-time MVP in a row was Larry Bird and he had two mm-hmm. Hall of Famers on his roster. Correct. And, and Jokic can't even get one all-star, all-star. on his team. Correct. So, you know what I mean? So, yep. so it's just like, it's so hard to like, you can't, I don't know. Is it Tim Connolly's fault? I'll blame him. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> but see, but, but here's, but, but here's the thing. This is this is also to why I don't waste time going back and forth with people on Twitter. Yeah. Right. This is why, because the logic on, on Twitter is non-existent. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Because, and this is not a shot at, at at any particular player or anything like that. But there are certain fans who get on Twitter and they say, "Hey, listen, Nikola Jokic does not deserve to win a third MVP." Yeah. All right. So cool. Great. You can have your opinion. Awesome. But why? Well, (laughs) the reason is because um, because he hasn't won a championship yet. Okay. so my rebuttal to that would be how and when was he supposed to do that? Yeah. When? So they made the Western Conference Finals in 2020. Mind you, this is a team that's they're growing together at this point. This is when they're actually, you know, healthy in that moment. Michael Porter is still figuring out his role. He's still yeah. coming off that injury the year prior. Like they're still getting gelled and they still came back from two, three, one deficits in the playoffs to make it to the Western conference finals. Cool. That, that season is over with, but then I keep hearing this thing about, well, Nikola Jokic is what five and something in his last two playoff series. Hey, hey, um, do people who say these things even use their brains? <laughs> do they? Because I don't hear anybody <laughs> telling me, um, you know, well, yeah. uh, this guy was this and this. 
Um, no, no offense to Sixers fans, but I need y'all to chill on on all the talk y'all talk. Yeah. No, seriously, like yeah, that Sixers fans sometimes they they do a little bit too much, and 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 here's here's the reason that that it pisses me off. It's because Joel Embiid, yes, he's a, an amazing player, of course, dominant, great on both ends of the ball, awesome. Why don't we ever hear about his playoff record? Yeah, yeah. Why? I was I was thinking about that. I was gonna bring that up, but yeah, no, yeah. Why? Like, like I don't like this 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 part is is the is the other side of logic that these people don't get. Yeah. Why am I not hearing about his playoff record? Because yes, we hear how amazing he is. We hear how great he is on both sides of the ball. We hear all of this. Great. And I'm not taking away from none of that. I agree. I think he is an amazing player. Yeah. Absolutely a top five player in this league. No questions asked for me. Yep. But if you want to bring up Nikola Jokic's playoff record, right? Especially yeah. as of late, you cannot then disregard the fact that Joel Embiid has not made it to one <laughs> Eastern Conference final. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. So, th- like, the, the hypocrisy between like the Sixers fans and, and, and this type of, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like yeah. let you, let your boy get, because if we talk about, well, Jokic doesn't deserve it or he doesn't deserve an MVP because yeah. he doesn't win in the playoffs. How is he supposed to win in the playoffs playing against the eventual champions on two yeah. different occasions, mind yeah. you. And then one team that made it to the finals without two of his teammates who are starters yeah. like do people actually think before they talk or is it just <laughs> internet oh let me just use my twitter fingers like do y'all yeah. think man yeah. seriously like use your brain it's and i know this is, i know this is a little out of character for me but you know what <laughs> i feel like i feel like this needs to be said because yeah. there's a lot of sixers fans who do that this is why the, the yeah. you know connor the one that we brought on one of oh, the I love coolest him on dudes, man i was trying to get connor on, on today twitter. No, but, but Connor is great because he's one of those people he can actually keep things neutral yeah. and say, you know what? Hey, we can't really talk until we get here. And hey, yeah. this is not what it should be. I appreciate people like that. It's the yeah. bias, overly just just weird people who just feel like like you could just tell that their bias is always showing. Yeah. Like I would always ask somebody. So people keep saying, oh, well, I hate Jokic. Why do you hate him? Yeah. Oh, well, you know. Because I just don't like the don't like what yeah like yeah if, are you yeah. you don't like the way that he plays basketball do you don't like the fact that he doesn't seem to care about none of this stuff like what do you yeah. like are you don't like his personality like because you can't be telling me that you don't like the fact that he can play <laughs> basketball really well I know that's not what it is. Yeah. because that that's the part that doesn't make sense to yeah me. yeah you no, know agreed I just, agreed I don't no get it, man. no yeah no. To, I mean, all your points and more. A funny, another shout out to Connor. Funny you say that because sometimes I'll see. Sometimes he'll get suggested to me, and I'll see him on Philly threads, and he's like, "Shut up, guys! Like he doesn't deserve it." I'm like, dude, oh, he damn. I know Sixers fans, man. Dude, it cracks me up. Yeah. Like, I I don't know if I could ever do that. I don't know if I have the guts. So, no, but yeah, no, dude, I I love seeing him on Twitter. It, it, it's awesome. But um, yeah, man, everything you said, it, it's it's very interesting because. Kind of like what we always have to say is like, what does Jokic have to do? Like, what does he have to do to impress the regular fan? Because clearly the fans that matter, AKA the people voting for him know already, but like, what is, I do really think it's about that. I was going to say likability, but that's not even a thing because he is, 
extremely likable. Yeah. So I I don't know. It, it it's it's very interesting because he just he just embodies what I feel like the NBA as a marketing company hates. Someone who is the best but chooses to not give a crap about being the best. You know what I mean? So yeah. I I think. I don't know. And he just wants to win, man. And that's why it's like when you see these trade deadlines, I, I get disappointed sometimes because it's like as lit and I could do a whole rant about how garbage first round picks matter in the NBA, but like just throw them. You know what I mean? Like I know you should build and, and, and of course I'm not, I'm half joking, but like he just get him those, like get him that one win at least once. Of course I want them to be a dynasty, but mm-hmm. like, like, the fact that, and that would, do you know how many people, like, I know we've talked about it in podcasts prior about like him needing to have two or three, at least to ha- be in regards as best center of all time. But like, right. do you know how many people it shuts up if he just gets one? Oh, he needs one. That's yeah. Like win one and, and Denver three, needs one. I, I'm I mean, happy. Yeah, I know. I need a Rockies world series. I'm rocking the Rockies. <laughs> I need the Rockies world series and I need the nuggets to win because they're the only ones who haven't. So right, right. no, but, um, yeah, man, it, it is. It feel, honestly, I kind of want it to be Nuggets, Nuggets, Sixers in the finals because, well, one, because NBA Twitter would be bananas. Oh, that, oh, but nobody but really two, because that. the Phillies just lost the World Series. The right. Eagles just lost the Super Bowl. Like, could you imagine if the Sixers lost the NBA finals? That would be wild. Uh, I would not want to be any any person in the government <laughs> for, for the city of Philadelphia after that. But, um, yeah, I mean, to, uh, to wrap up the point, I mean, like, yeah, it's – I think it's just like you see it on Twitter and then I look and he, he has a Philly, he has like a James Harden profile picture. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to just ignore whatever. Bro, he just I said. just, I just can't, I, I'd leave those things alone. Yeah. It's so pointless. Yeah. It, it, it really is like, at least, at least win something too. And yeah. then talk like, yeah. like I would be fine with that. Like I could understand. And this is solely just to like Sixers fans, like all the yeah. other fan bases seem to be fine. But it's I don't like, know, man. Don't Gian- know, Giannis bro. fans are starting to yeah. Like I, I, I would haven't say, really seen them that much. I, honestly, I, it's nothing like Philly. So so Milwaukee fans don't come at me. But but I've started to see it, and just slowly, like they're starting to be like, okay, it should be Giannis. What the hell is going on? And I'm like, oh, I mean, still no, but they're starting to get more like they're starting they're, to get more Philly. I'm like, All it's right, weird because hey. you're from Milwaukee. <laughs> like you guys. Granted, they have three championships, but still, or two, I, I never remember. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's funny, yeah, because if you put, like, hypothetically, if Joel B is the back-to-back, because since he was number two the past few years, if he was back-to-back instead of Jokic, that literally, he's in the exact same conversation of hasn't done anything but won two MVPs. So what do you, what do, you do with that information? I don't Correct. know. Correct, because he, he still hadn't won a ring. Oh, so it's yeah. like it's it's like the – the same it's the same narrative like i like yeah. we, we are literally in the same place except that our guy has two mvps yeah that's it yeah. and our guy has also made it to the western conference finals like yeah. without and then after that winning a playoff series without his teammates yeah like yeah. do you remember that starting lineup against the portland <laughs> trailblazers like, are people out of their minds yeah, yeah. We had Faku Kampazzo and Austin <laughs> R- Bro, do people even know do people watch basketball? Oh man, that was funny. Come on, like I don't understand this. You're playing against a Blazers team who still had Damian Lillard, they yeah. still had Yusuf Nurkic, they still had CJ M- like bro, what are y'all talking about? 
Yep. What? Like, I don't like I just I it these last few days because I've been seeing it more and more. I think it's been getting to me more. Yeah. And I've just been sitting here kind of stewing in this like just the fatigue like, of like, it. Why? Why are people not thinking like yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> I don't get that. Like you have to use logic with this stuff. Like yeah. I yes, I am a huge Nuggets fan. Great. But the one thing that I am is I am a realist. Oh, yeah. I am a realist. Like I, I, I will tell you that my team stinks if they stink. If yeah. they're good, they're good. But I use straight facts with everything I'm saying. You know, and the problem is people don't like to do that because facts are not fun. They they have to lead <laughs> with their opinion because their opinion makes things real. Like, come on, bro. Stop it. Speaking of cluelessness, did you see Marcus Howard's quote? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I did, where he said uh, the NBA was easy, the, the easiest league to score in. Yeah, and for <laughs> which Market. made me laugh because I know he was a two-way player the entire tenure of the Nuggets. And then what I thought was the funniest thing was in the comments was all the, was all of his like stat muse or ESPN where he's <laughs> averaging, where he's averaging 3.4 in his career <laughs> and he was two seasons in Denver and then he was out. So mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that was one of those really funny, just like, and wasn't he on that? Wasn't he also on that team up yeah. against the, the same Blazers team? Yeah. That I just he, was, he was the last two years. So they dropped him the past season, this last right. off season. He was, he was gone. Which so, is so funny. So, so come on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. And, and dude, I don't go lie. It's a lot of stuff happening right now with like it's crazy nuggets players with the uh. Rin Ford situation. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Ooh, yeah. I don't even want to get into that. Yeah, no, that's, that's just, just there's a lot of extracurriculars on that situation. This is yeah, that's um, uh, man. But, but my yeah. question to you, we'll throw it a little bit back to the all-star. Who do you think is the first? Who, do you know who gets picks first? Is it Giannis or? or I'm LeBron? not sure. I'm not sure who okay. um, who picks. Well, I, I think it. I think it'll probably be LeBron, just okay. because LeBron won last year. So I think okay. they might they might just kind of refer to him first. Because um, at this point they would have already picked correct. Because of course they're doing it like they're doing the, it live. Yeah, yeah, they're doing it right before yeah. the thing. But at this point, I think they would have already had those teams locked. Yeah. Who are you taking first overall? If I'm if I'm LeBron, yeah. Ooh, see now this this is probably a situation for me to go uh, <laughs> to, to be biased. This this yeah. would be the yeah. one. Um, yeah. but I think yeah, I think I think honestly, um, yeah, man, I, I think you go Jokic first, man. And I, it seems like that's his trend. Yeah, he, or, I, I mean maybe not first, but he always ends up taking Jokic. Yeah, and then their their team keeps winning. Their team keeps winning. So yeah. I think. I think just based on that fact alone, I think you, I think you go at Jokic again. Yeah, man. I just hope, I hope Jokic gets to play with Don, with Luca. I'm not even gonna try to say Luca's name at this point. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna say it wrong. I'm just gonna avoid it. No, but, um, no, but I, I think, I think Jokic would. I, I would love to see him play with Luca because those two just have such a good time together. And Luca, right. see. I see all the things. I know some people do it as a joke, but like the fact that Luca keeps talking highly at Denver, it's like let's let's make some let's make something crazy happen. So, hey man, hey, if you remember correctly, I did mention 
Luka Doncic being one of them players, like yeah. you could pair him with Jokic. Yeah, ooh, man. Give up what you but, got. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, but do you think? How do you feel about Adam Silver announcing too that they have to? Uh, what is it? They have to pick the reserves first to make sure that somebody that their feelings ain't hurt yeah. for being the last pick. Yeah, Man, how'd, how'd you, you feel stop, about that? Yo, if y'all don't stop with this, like seriously, because <laughs> bro, this and somebody said it on Twitter and it was so correct. It's like when you're in the All Star game, yeah, you're one of the what top twenty whatever players yeah. in the league, right? Yeah. I don't think any of these guys' feelings <laughs> is going to actually be hurt being the last pick of an all-star situation. Yeah. But then again, it is all ego-driven, so yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. That, that's a thing. But I wouldn't feel bad, bro. Like yeah. I'm a multimillionaire playing in a game that a lot of my peers did not qualify yeah. for. Yeah, and uh, yeah, somebody's got to be last. Well, then you're, get, you're getting the bonus just for going to the all-star game. That's exactly. always in those contracts. But it's funny, too, because, I mean, I personally, if I'm being honest, like I don't like participation trophies already, even if they're right, five years right. old. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like you said, if you're getting a 30-year-old man who – or even LeBron, a 38-year-old – well, I guess he's a captain. That shouldn't count. But, like, let's say a Luca, where you've been the past three years, two or three years, and it's like – he could care less. He's yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. knows how great he is. And, and the fact that he was voted means that that's the recognition of him being great. So yeah. it, I thought it was ridiculous, but I was just curious your thoughts on it, man. It's yeah. I, I, I saw that and I, I, I started to laugh because yeah. it, it really is getting to the point where it's like, they're really trying to coddle these guys. Like, bro, no one cares. It's not, this is one, it's not a high pressure situation. No, not at all. These guys are having fun. They're going to be throwing alley-oops from half court. Yeah. Bro, no one cares. And it's, it's interesting that, that you brought up Adam, Adam Silver. Cause I don't know if you saw this. Um, Adam Silver talked about the fact that they do in fact, discipline referees. Oh, in really? Private. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I didn't I, yeah, I, I saw it. It came up the other day and it made me laugh because it's like, so I'm supposed to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, still right. I see the exact same referees, even after terrible game, yeah. like game altering calls. I see yeah. the same ref the next day. So what yeah. exactly do you mean when you say that we we discipline our referees in private? Yeah, that is not true. Or I mean, or you even get those refs that have the stats of how they're like so biased towards one team. Like they have like a I I'm I'm I don't I don't know any refs' names, but um it's just funny. They'll be like eight and oh when they're refing Boston or like Boston gets double the fouls or not and that's not true. There's uh there's there's Scott there's Scott Foster. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He see here's the thing. We're not even really supposed to really know these refs' names because yeah, if I know yeah. them, that means I'm hearing your name too much. And yeah, right, right. Scott Good Foster point. is like I think he's one of those guys. I think with him and maybe like Chris Paul, I believe that's they have something yeah. where like he is like Chris Paul is like I don't know. I, I remember the stat from like last year, so it yeah. could be different now. But uh, where he was like Chris Paul was like O of nine or O of ten <laughs> in matchups where where Scott Foster yeah. was the ref and then yeah. um, Tony Brothers was the one who had this big thing against Nikola Jokic like every time he was the one who ejected Jokic That's a right. bunch of times so. That's right. Some refs have some things, man. They do have some history with some players, and that ain't good because it should be on a game by game basis. That's what yeah. it's supposed to be. But uh, you know, everybody's human, man. So sometimes they come back in like, yo, if that. If he talked to me again tonight, 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. I mean, you could. Well, I love watching the compilations of of the wildest throwouts. Like mm. someone will. I, I forgot who it was. And it's gonna bother me, but he literally was joking at his other teammate, and the ref thought it was towards him, and he ejected him for it. Uh, yeah, it's all, a bunch all of, of wild those stuff. Yeah, all of those the funniest me. one I've ever seen was uh was Tim Duncan, where Tim Duncan was just sitting on the bench. Oh yeah, just sitting yep. on the bench, and he's almost just like staring. <laughs> and then the ref just points right at him and was like, you're out. Yeah. And he's looking around yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wait, me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny too because he's got he's got that Jokic style of like, you're not like, – well, I would say Jokic is a little bit more – Yeah, he can, he can get a little he, up he, he, Yeah, he gets a little more spicy. <laughs> but I feel like at least on the bench, he's he's very quiet and calm. So it's like the, of the last people – to like yeah. throw out Tim Duncan that I've seen that before. And like, and I, I think they even had it mic'd up to where like the ref just like was yelling, like he kept staring at me or something yeah, like, and it was, it was so funny. Man, it was so funny. Stop, bro. Uh, nah, it's, it's, it is kind of hilarious. Like seeing all that stuff, but you know, yeah. jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment. Every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. You know, obviously going into the second half of the season, we'll see if any of that stuff actually matters or we'll just keep seeing these plays where the refs just get it totally wrong. And then the next day we got to hear the league report come out saying the foul at the end of this Lakers game was in this person's yeah. favor, but should have been in. The, ah. Yeah. You know, yeah. all that stuff. is whatever. <laughs> But you know, obviously men, you know, before we get out of here um, real quick here, I, would, I just want to get your predictions on who's actually going to win this weekend in the, for the all-star festivity. So we're just sure. going to take a quick look here at, um, Let's see here. So first and foremost, we'll start with the all-star game. Um, you have Team Giannis and Team LeBron. Who are you going with? I'm going Team LeBron. Team I LeBron. always I, – I like – we already touched on it. Always got the faith. How about you? Yep, I'm going Team LeBron as well, solely for the same reason that we just said. I think yep. he's going to end up picking Jokic, and I think that is going to kind of take him over the top. And also because, you know, Michael Malone is his coach as well. Yeah, so that's true. It, I, we got to – you know, I think it's just kind of rooting for home team type yeah, of situation. yeah. Good point. Um, but that is how I'm seeing it. Now, for the slam dunk contest, I'm not sure how familiar you are with all of these guys because it does it did take it did take some some research to see at least the <laughs> for, from a dunking perspective, right? Yeah, so yeah. there is so Mac McClung, who is currently the favorite, and he's also the one that I'm choosing solely because I have seen some of his dunks and that kid can fly. Yeah. Um, he did yeah. he did this one dunk where he like he put the ball behind his back. But then did like a reverse behind. Oh my gosh! If he does that in the dunk competition, it's gonna get ugly. But there's him, uh, Jericho Sims. He's a high flyer. Um, Kenyon Martin Jr. To me, he feels like more of a power dunker yeah, yeah. as opposed to like finesse. Yeah. And Trey Murphy was was more of a surprise to me because Trey Murphy is more of a shooter in my opinion. Um, True. But I mean, he can dunk. I've seen some of his clips, and he can get up there too. Um, but I'm 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 rolling with with. Mac McClung. And one of the reasons why I explained this morning on my, my betting podcast, the reason I like him is because he's the only one out of these four whose NBA career 
is kind of like it's up in the air. Like we don't know because yeah. when he got picked, he was on a G League team. Yeah, so he, he just suited up. Yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. I think like the Sixers assigned him to like some type of ten day or two way yeah. something like that. Yeah, and um, so his NBA career is really we don't even know what that's gonna look like moving forward. These other guys are more yeah. like contracted guys, right? So. I, I'm going to go with the guy who has the biggest chip on his shoulder, who has the most ability, in my opinion. See, I was going to I was gonna steer off you if it's Shaden Sharp was still in before right. he dropped out. I was, I was full because watching him in-game dunk the way he does, nasty. just look just look like slam dunk contest dunks. Yeah, no, nah, Shaden so, Sharp is nasty. So bro. he was my, like, no matter what pick, but I'll go with Mac McClung was my second, so I'll, right. I'll piggyback on your points. But, yeah, Shaden Sharp was really sad to see him drop out because, for me, he was a no question about Don't, it. That would be crush it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just the way he hops, like, I just – it is otherworldly when I was wa- watching those in-game clips. It's crazy. Yeah, he's he's good, man. He really is good. So, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, he's not in there because I think it would have made it even more exciting. But yeah, I yeah. guess we'll see how it goes. And lastly here, uh, the three-point shootout. Obviously, we spoke about this last week because Kentavious Caldwell-Pope was not involved in this. Um, and somebody did fall out of this competition and Anthony Simons <laughs> and then they replaced him with Julius Randall, which is don't say kind of wild. Don't say it. Um, but I think, I think I actually believe that the secondary part of this, I think KCP might've turned that down. Yeah. The secondary part, I think of like after, I think he mentioned that he may not have wanted to be a replacement yeah. um, because he, I, to be honest, I would have did the same thing. I'd have been like, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, bro, I'm a top two, top three percentage wise in the league at a high volume at that, and I still can't make it. Yeah, no, I'm good, you know. Yeah. But Julius Randle, bro, you mean to tell me you couldn't find somebody better than that, <laughs> you know? But but right now, obviously, with the field, we're looking at Buddy Hill, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Kevin Herter, Laurie Markinen, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, and Julius Randle. So, who is your pick? You know, I, I want to say Lillard, but I think for for the splash of the three point contest, I'm going to go with Buddy Heald. I think Heald. he's okay. just he's been. I mean, granted, he has a high high volume of shots, mm-hmm. but to his credit, I mean, he's got the high volume plus. He's still in like the top ten. I remember right. listing off the sad ones we we went through, <laughs> but yeah. to to put up, I think he's at like twelve fourteen hundred attempts and he still is is or may, it may not be that high but uh, or 800 he's at 800 attempts right. and so just the fact that he still is producing at that kind of mark i just i i was really i'm really impressed by him granted it's really tough to judge whether a player is good for the three-point contest versus are they just good at as an in-game three-point shooter <laughs> i.e paul george i yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> So I don't know. I'm going to go with Buddy Heald, but you can make an argument for a couple more of those guys. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to end it off here. Um, I'm actually, I might actually surprise you with my pick okay. um, because I did, I did kind of talk trash about this guy when KCP was not selected. I, I brought it up and I said, you know what? Um, how is he on here and not KCP? But you know <laughs> what? I'm actually going to go with Kevin Herter. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I just think, you know, I think because the kid can shoot. Oh yeah. I just think he seems sure. to be 
like, like even watching him when he played for Atlanta, like he is a really good spot up shooter. I yeah. think his percentage right now is also because one, his volume has gone up. And then two, he's taking a lot more shots that are like off the dribble and um, mm. the way that he shoots the ball now has changed. But I still think that he has the ability to hit those spot up threes just off, you know, off just off the, the rack. Yeah, I think I'm just I'm going to go with him. But like okay. Buddy Heald by the books is currently the favorite, followed yeah. by Damian Lillard. Um, so those two guys are up there. And then another person that I that I that was kind of like catching my eye was maybe Laurie Markin. And I think could be he's one of those people that most people are not really talking about too much. Um, but he's closer to the bottom of the list. And it's funny because Jason Tatum is actually ranked higher. Um, yeah. In the, at Dan Laurie. And I'm like, mm, I don't know if about that. I think <laughs> I might go with Laurie as a shooter as I know Jason yeah. Tatum can shoot, but I feel like Jason Tatum is going to, going to do the Paul George thing. He's the yeah. type of player that I think, he is an in-game feel like yeah. adrenaline type yeah. of player. Like he can hit five straight while in game, but I think he's one of those guys that'll go cold really fast. So I don't really have a whole lot of belief in Jason Tatum. Honestly, I feel like he's going to be out in the first round, yeah. um, but we'll see. Maybe he proves everybody wrong and maybe he wins the whole thing. Who knows? So, ah. Some people said they're going to be doing the slam dunk cotton test while Julius Randall shoots his, but <laughs> 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 oh gosh yeah, I, I, I can't no. <laughs> i can't i can't picture him winning it now i'll tell you last year um when they were announcing everything i always do this thing where i bet on the person that's like has the highest odds to win yeah. and right now it is julius randall i did it last year when it was carl anthony towns and i did win there you, you know? go so yeah. you know who knows but i'll tell you carl anthony towns is a better shooter than julius randall so yeah. i mean but we'll see man i i i, yeah. I don't know but Obviously, we'll see how this whole weekend goes. Yeah. You know, hopefully next season we get more Nuggets Nation representation yes, sir. at All-Star Weekend, but we can only hope. Uh, Jack, this has been a pleasure. Do you have any last words, anything else you want to say to Nuggets Nation before we get up out of here? Yeah, let's go Team LeBron. Let's let's hope we kick some butt. <laughs> so Malone, take us to the promised land. Yeah, I feel that because, you know, I think we're both thinking that Jokic is going to be on that team and yep. Mike Malone will be coaching. So that'll be the team for me as well. So like he said, y'all go team LeBron. We will catch y'all on the next episode of Denver Hoops and Dreams. You guys enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the all-star break. We'll catch y'all next episode. Peace. See ya.